chantreuse. Chantus? 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 Chanteuse? What an appropriate lead in, Hankins, because I finally... I finally found the word that I've been trying to remember. So it was not Chantreuse. It was not Chantreuse. It was not Chantreuse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I almost said it. Was it Sean Luce? You're right. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Everybody, welcome to the main stage. Sean Luce. What would be my, my walkout drag song? Uh, hopefully it's not. It's Raining Men because it's overdone. Overdone. Tell Way me about overdone. it. It is overdone. It would probably, I, like, it's probably, he's such a hipster. It'd probably be, like, some Billie Eilish thing. Ooh, Ooh. what about uh, Creed? I Wish You Were Gay by Billie Eilish. What a- What's that song where she's riding the, when she's riding the, the what do you call it? Big Wheel. What's that thing? Um, me, bad Guy? What bad a, Guy. Mean, what about yeah. Madonna's yeah, American Pie? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> I mean, I hate the song. I don't hate the suggestion. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Ingenue is the fucking word I've been trying to think Ingenue. of. Ingenue. It's like I E U N G U E or something and like that. And who started it? You who... started this when you mentioned Dakota Fanning three weeks ago. No, I meant who who created that word? I think it's been around for uh, probably Shakespeare. He made a lot of words. Or they, am I right? Yeah. Didn't exist. That guy didn't exist. I've never <laughs> heard in John True ever. Like, Ingenue. <laughs> Ingenue. <laughs> Yes. Do you see how hard John Drew is? Definitely yes. a mis- old miss player. Are you sure it's not? Yeah, <laughs> in John. He was Drew. part of the uh, wide receivers with attitude, or whatever they're right. Called. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Hankins stole my joke. I was going to say, was it a poo from the Simpsons' son? Like, you know, <laughs> this is not good. You know, he's he's from Lebanon. They got weird names over there. Um, well, you know, I'm just glad that uh, I finally came around and remembered it because that was really bugging me for weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and you are 100% wrong. Like, you should be punished. An innocent or unsophisticated mm-hmm. young woman, especially in a play or film. Oh. Oh, I thought this was like a millennial term. This is a word that's existed. No. Yeah, that's what it's I'm saying. No, and it's... Like, wow. it would be in your Entertainment Weekly when it arrives yes. once and a month And also, the, yeah. the person who came up with it would have been French. So, I guess Pepe Le Pew. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, Hankins, uh, list all the French people you know. Uh, that cartoon skunk. Zinedine. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> cartoon skunk. Did it, that's it. Zinedine Zidane, Thierry Henry, <laughs> fries. Mm-hmm. Freedom fries. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what, speaking of freedom, mm-hmm. a lot of people have a lot of freedom on where to listen to their podcast these days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got your Spotify's. I don't like it. I don't like the interface. Yeah. Yeah, I think Spotify's a scam, man. Like, songs are everywhere. Radio, CDs, you can go to the library. So true. You can go to the library. Mm-hmm. Um, the Apple podcast, 
Don't get me started. You got to click through like 19. It took mm-hmm. me a year to learn the new the new version. Mm-hmm. Podcoin, however, mm-hmm. is my favorite way to listen to podcasts. In fact, we're partnering with Podcoin, who actually offers you their own cryptocurrency. Wow. For every 10 minutes that you listen to a podcast. I believe it's 10, 10 minutes you get a Podcoin. And then if you listen to it like... Seven days in a row, then you actually make 1.5 pod coins for every 10 minutes. Something like that. I don't know. Download that. Find out yourself. Um, then you can take those pod coins and redeem them for Starbucks gift cards, Amazon gift cards. It's like a free cup of coffee on us just for listening to our show. Mm-hmm. In fact, you can get started today with 300 pod coins. Whoa. But what? Hold on. I, I, did, I need a bigger bag. <laughs> <laughs> By downloading the app and entering our code TTFN pod that's throw the flag network pod not tata for now um what else guys what else are we doing here we got one conference cryptocurrency to go. the only blue line i back <laughs> we do have a one more conference to preview but there is an alex rodriguez update we have an alex is it a alex rodriguez toilet update it's somewhat related okay. uh Alex Rodriguez is a birthday boy. Ooh. Did he, he make a boom boom, the birthday boy? He did. Boom boom? He turned 44 years old. With the blinds open? 44. Wow. Yeah. He is still very young. He is He's very he has young. been in our lives for like, when did he debut? 95? Uh, 95 when he was 18 years old. Yeah, he's nice. I was going to say 19, 18. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's an amazing career that guy's had. He's had a lot of poops in those 44 <laughs> years. How it's true. How regular do you think he is? Is he like a two-time-a-day guy? I think he probably has like a fiber guy. Yeah, he probably has a lot of nutrients coming in and coming out. Yeah, yeah. So he's probably sitting on that thing every three to four hours. I mean, with that with that rockin' bod of his, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what I would imagine he is, whatever the medical dictionaries say that you should be, I'd imagine he is that and also on schedule with it so whatever he if you look up regular in the dictionary it's just that picture of him on the toilet what is <laughs> is is he rumored to be gay or is that uh the other guy Derek? no Derek he is not rumored to be gay because he is really socking it to the pocket of one jennifer lopez wait Derek jeter's gay he didn't he date jewel like back in the 90s also neither mike piazza is the one who's rumored to be gay. <laughs> in the wonderful bell and sebastian song piazza New York catcher. Didn't oh, <laughs> didn't Bell and I thought Bell and Sebastian had their own no, Segaros. That's the never mind. Uh, <laughs> so that's the A Rod update for the week. Happy birthday, A Rod. That's great. And I have a. Uh, I actually have an update um, for for both of you. We're going to Commitment Corner. Commitment Corner is this like uh, the end of the Blair Witch Project? Yes, yes. Only we talk about recruiting. Okay. But they're in the corner, like, with their nose against the wall, waiting to get it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, 2024 star quarterback C.J. Dixon has committed to a school over Maryland, Georgia, and Alabama, among others. Dixon is the number 16 pro-style quarterback in the country. Wow. Freezer. Do you know where he went? Um, seems like you're setting me up for some sort of trap here. I wouldn't do that. Uh, he obviously say, committed to a school that has a bright future. Number sixteen pro style QB in the nation. Eh, these recruiting rankings are, are have been bunked ad nauseum. Beat out Alabama. I mean, did the school did? 
what sort of offer did he have he from beat Alabama? Out Maryland. Maryland was also on his list, so I don't think. That yeah, well, maybe these, he's these from been, Maryland. These could have been soft offers. Like he got the the requisite letter in the mail that they send to six thousand kids. C.J. Dixon has committed to your University of Illinois. Oh, he he should. Uh-oh. He's going to be in the transfer portal before the end of the year. <laughs> before the end of the year, yeah. he's not even going to be enrolled. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, well, what are we doing today? We've got one more conference left to go. We have one more you, team we've been putting off Do you off remember for what Lovey did when he had Rex Grossman? What do you think Lovey's going to do uh, with this? I was like, Rex Grossman went to Florida. Oh, yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. Ill Gang 20. That's the was, hashtag I'll be using all Ill was, this year. Was, oh, they're Ill, Ill Gangs. Gang. Um, oh. 20. Was Rex Grossman the quarterback of the Bears when he they went was, to the... Wow, yeah. Rex Grossman went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Rex Grossman has just as many NFC rings as Jim Harbaugh. That's true. <laughs> we, we have a... On our preview, we, we've been skipping Notre Dame. Do we just want to knock him out? Just knock it out. All right. Let With me apologies to, to Lindsey Buckingham. I forget that. They're under our Pac-12 tab. All right, so Hankins, if you want to go to the Pac-12 tab, we'll talk about Notre Dame, who went 12-1 and last year, made the playoffs, saved Brian Kelly's career. Sure. He was on the hot seat of sorts. They returned seven starters on offense, six on defense. They play the national schedule where they hit a whole bunch of ACC teams and their usual rivals. Um, what do you guys think about Notre Dame? I think that they are likely to bebop into the playoffs again whoa likely not likely, not a likely. given so you're thinking like 10 wins and then maybe some i would be shocked if, if they won anything less than than 10 I, okay. I i think they're probably looking at a 11 and 1 i mean michigan and georgia those aren't too di- like easy teams to play and both at, are on the road though. both are on the road mm. so um but you pointed something out that mm-hmm. one two three four five six seven eight teams have a bye week before playing before them? before they play Notre Dame, eight of their teams on their schedule have an off week. Does that mean anything if it's Bowling Green or New Mexico or Virginia eh, Tech? Or I Duke? mean, they get get a little more prep. It's better than not having a bye week. Yeah, uh, so it's it's definitely there aren't aren't it's not the best teams on the schedule that have the bye. But if you include Week One, which I do, mm-hmm. because Louisville doesn't play, they play no one. They play no one August before 24th. they play Notre Dame, so that counts. Then they play Notre. They play New Mexico after a bye. They play Bowling Green after a bye. They play USC after a bye. Virginia Tech, Duke, Navy, and Boston College. And those last four teams are all in a row. Uh, four Notre Dame. The, all those teams and the, the last four I mentioned: Virginia Tech, Duke, Navy, and Boston College. All have that bye. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like you said; they aren't the best teams. But I think the cumulative effect of playing someone that's rested will catch yeah. up with them at the end. And you know. Uh... Right before those four teams that they play uh, after their bye weeks, I mean, that's coming off a at Michigan team. Yeah, so I, I just don't think that they, uh, that they have the schedule to get them back in the playoffs. I think they'll drop three or so. Um, speaking of uh, Michigan, I saw some uh, just stupid graph uh, graphic from ESPN on Instagram. That uh, we're on Instagram, by the way. It's just at, oh, yeah. at throw the flag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Recently surpassed ten thousand followers. Um, us or Michigan? Us. Okay. Throw the flag. Okay. Um, and uh, ooh, eleven thousand actually. Hey, um, up ten percent. Up ten percent mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. I said ten thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, ESPN gives Michigan like a thirty-eight percent chance to win the Big Ten. 
Wow. And Ohio State, a 9% chance. Now, they've had Big Ten Media Day since our last podcast, and good old Harbaugh was piping off about Urban Meyer. Hey, yeah. Vince, did you hear about this? No. He uh, he said, you know, after Urban Meyer's gone, which is always the best time to sort of uh, fight back against someone who kicked your ass. Literally every time they yes. were on the field. Jim Harbaugh said, uh, Urban's not here anymore, but everywhere he went... There was always trouble, and now he's gone. He always leaves in like the middle of the night. Yeah, he always leaves under like uh, bad shady circumstances, circumstances, yeah, shady circumstances sort of things. So it's sort of like a uh, you know when the bully leaves, you're like, yeah, I was gonna beat him up. Yeah. Hold me back. And Hold don't me come back. back. Yeah, it's pretty weak sauce that by Jim me Harbaugh. One thing, mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh listens to this podcast. Ooh, <laughs> that's right, because you you had a pretty hot take against that guy. Yeah. Yeah, and also the urban take was the exact same <laughs> as well. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not fooling me, fucking Harbaugh. Hey. You hear me, you milk-drinking son of a bitch? <laughs> Whoa. Hankins, what do you think about uh, Notre Dame? They only got two losable games on the schedule, so uh, it should be playoffs or bust, quite frankly. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they split Georgia and Michigan and sat there with one loss and, and eased into this thing. I don't see anything else uh, – threatening on their schedule at all the bye weeks are excellent research by our crack research staff without a doubt but i don't think they're enough to make up for the perceived talent gap i think they got their quarterback shit right at the end of the year and guess what they played the national champions better than we did so it would seem that they should be poised to really just run this thing back yeah there was that little back and forth speaking of what hankins just said of uh, a couple alabama players saying that uh georgia was the hardest team they played last year and not um not Clemson, Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then Clemson bit back and, and said, "Well, the hardest team we played was Notre Dame." Hey, so I don't know who cares. Keep it in your pants, players. Keep it in your pants. I, speaking of that, I do have oh. one more bit of recruiting news. Okay, uh, my oh. my favorite coach in yours, Mike Gundy. Uh-huh. Um, I love him. I definitely didn't didn't give him a negative one. I believe in yeah, rating you the coaches. Were not a fan. <laughs> um, <laughs> said the following at. I, I don't know. Does Big 12 have media days or do they just well, he said it recently. brush each other's yeah. mullets? Whoa. Um, I told him <clears throat> Oklahoma State head coach Mike Gundy on possibly coaching his son. I told him, if you come to Oklahoma State, I'll coach you like I do everybody else. If you're the best player, you'll play. If not, you won't play, even though I'm sleeping with your mom. Slam on who? His, his, his wife? Is he the worst father <laughs> ever? He still has this mullet because of his daughter. Why? Because she wouldn't put down the uh, cell phone or something? I don't know. That's... Phones are bad, apparently. Let's get into the SEC. 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 It matters more. It matters more. Uh, I think we got to start with the East. The Beasts in the East. Um, let's go Let's go alphabetically. What do you think? Yeah, alphabetically, A to Z or Z to A? Ooh, Z to A. Z to A? Yes, Z to A. Well, that starts us off with Vanderbilt. Or V to, v to F. V to F. Ooh, Vag to... <laughs> What could be... <laughs> Whoa. Uh, all right, we'll start down south then with Vanderbilt. <laughs> and gentlemen, that's where you should start. Who last year made a bowl game. Uh, you know, whatever. That's sort of their forte. Every two or three years, they kind of make a bowl game. They have the unenviable <clears throat> uh, position of starting the season, welcoming Georgia to town, then going to Purdue, the Big Ten's hottest school. Wow. Uh, and then taking off a week before uh, hosting LSU. 
That could be an 0 and 3 start. That's a hard 0 and 3. Yeah. Yeah. That could be an 0 and 4 start. I mean, Northern Illinois <laughs> is not a pushover. I mean, they're, you know, they're not a pushover school. They're usually sure. formidable. Yeah. Um shit. <clears throat> so, that's tough. If if Vanderbilt puts in a 5 and 7 regular season. Johnny, can I pause you for Please. just one second because you know the, the Hankins' favorite observation is when he sees a stat that surprises him and he wants to know if he's crazy or just forgetful. Um, thinking about how Vandy was perceived last year, are you surprised that they were 6 and 7 and not like I don't, at least that those numbers weren't flipped? I felt like they did okay last year, and now I look at the record, and I'm like, well, shit, they were the same old Vandy. No, I think that – I think six and seven is probably where I'd put them. Um, I think – and I think that's Derek Mason working a miracle or building a mystery like Sarah McLaughlin did. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, Vegas only has them pegged for five wins, and I I wouldn't even bite on that. I have no idea. I, they could – like I said, they could start out 0-3, and, and I don't know if there's five more wins in those last – Nine games. It, it doesn't look good. Georgia, yeah. per, like I said, Purdue, hottest team in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, LSU, Northern Illinois. Hankins already talked about Ole Miss. M- Kelly Bryant could run uh, could run uh, circles around them in, with, when Missouri comes to town. South Carolina, Florida, Kentucky, Tennessee. They could go two and ten. They could. But yeah. I also wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they went six and six. If the bottom falls out and they do go two and ten, three and nine, is this Derek Mason's last year at Vanderbilt, or do they give them a? A mulligan in 2019. I'm sure he would get a pass. I think I'm, sure, I'm sure he would. It's a tough. It's a tough. I wonder gig. why you think that, free. Because it's a tough gig, and I think every now and then you got to take a lemon. Did you say a tough jig? Gig, gig. <laughs> I keep here. I keep hearing him pronounce it like Jif. That's what I'm hearing too, Shawnee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it when the spotlight's not on me. Let's go to Tennessee. <laughs> Tennessee last year went five and seven, but six of those losses, my friends, were by. 24 or more points. Woof. Oh, and at the beginning of the year, well, I thought you might go the other way on that stat. You no, were not. You this wasn't. This was in. not like Nick Saban's first year at Alabama, where Alabama went seven and six, and all six losses were by less than a touchdown. Yeah. This is the opposite end of the spectrum. Hopes are high for Jeremy Pruitt. 10, 10 uh, coming back on offense. Yeah, including Jarrett Guarantano, who's uh, apparently yeah. everyone's next boyfriend in waiting. Who was the quarterback that looked like a burn victim at Tennessee? Josh Dobbs? Yeah, Josh looked Dobbs. like an alien. He had like patches of hair, just like, I think he had alopecia. Yeah, I think, yeah, there was some skull issues. Fucking alopecia, man. Um, At Florida is a, they'll, they'll lose to that. Well, yeah, I, 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 that I don't want to go too, f- that far deep in the schedule yet, because in the second week they play BYU, who isn't bad, and I think that will sort of be the bellwether for the season. It's going to happen mm-hmm. in week two mm-hmm. before well, they even get to Florida. So we saw last year Pruitt lose the team early on. Sure. They had a rough start. A kid got kicked off and then immediately welcomed back. Yeah, he sort of quit and then came back. Or no, he quit and then he didn't quit and he said, I never quit. And he had somebody write that tweet and for him. And Pruitt was like, yeah. he, Pruitt did that weird press conference where he said, I wish I knew how to quit you. And then they raised some sheep. And then, then um, I mean, that guy from... Family vacation was like you didn't go up there with them sheep, and then everybody's like you have Anne Hathaway right there. (laughs) Have you seen Brokeback Mountain? I have. That that shit is sad. Brought me no fish. That is a sad fucking movie. Every time we put a note in there, and I said, "Bring me back some fish," and you never brought me any fish. And then the Joker was like, well, the fish I like is not what you like. 
I like to hide my pencil in the mud patch. <laughs> Do you want to see a magic trick? <laughs> I guess it's too late to make my we're playing football together. We might as well be drinking together joke. Uh, okay, so BYU, that will definitely... I mean, if they lose to BYU, Pru could done. lose the team again. They done. You got yeah. Florida and Georgia they done. in a three-week span. Um, then Alabama... Not a great schedule, uh, first half of the season for Tennessee. No, there's just uh it would be it would be a minor miracle if they get to Vegas's win total of six and a half. I would sort of go under that and I think six is realistic, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they put in another five and seven. Yeah. Um it's just sort of where they are now. They aren't gonna make that breakthrough year not yet. What do you think, Hankins? I mean, like I don't – you're free is right about because of what BYU is, um, but I think Tennessee takes care of them at home. So they're 3-1 and one in the first four games. And then, I don't know, I've got some reservations about Georgia, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think that they dropped one or two this year mm-hmm. that maybe they shouldn't. So you think that might be um, one? It could Whoa. be. I think it could be. Whoa, okay. Just because okay. of where it sits. You know, they play the Florida game, then they're off. And Pruitt, Pruitt kind of has to win one of those games, or at least he has to keep them close. Um, like Georgia, Florida, or Alabama, Tennessee can't get blown out on all three of those. Right, right. Just that, so the Georgia one could be the one that gets picked off. Um, that's the one at home. And then Mississippi State the next – I have no faith in Mississippi State whatsoever yeah, m- this year. Yeah, me either. Um, South Carolina's a toss-up. That game's always weird anyways. Um, the undefeated for life, UAB <laughs> Blazers. So, I mean, it, I don't. I think it can be a very middling kind of year for them, but middling at Tennessee right now would be incredible. So, it's going to be a tough stretch to get to seven, but if you get one break, I think that's all you need. Mm-hmm. It's a big break because it, it has to be a break in Florida or, or really Georgia. But if you get that one break, I think you can pull it off. All right, well, we'll keep moving. We've done the V, we've done the T, and now we're moving over to the SC. So what body part is the SC? Sphincter coal? All right, Uh, we're moving on to South Carolina, who went sweet cooter. Sweet cooter cooter is better than that. So South Carolina, who went 7-6 and six last year, they returned seven offensive starters, seven defensive starters. Will Muschamp is still there. Is this is this just going to be South Carolina's life until Will, Will Muschamp yes. uh, somehow gets a better offer or it's retires? It's their life forever. It is, this is their life in perpetuity. Um, Does Will Muschamp... Also, remember two years ago when, when Sean thought that Bentley was not going to start when he was going to be beaten by some upstart freshman? Come on, guys. I just say what I read. Well, it's it's his gig. <laughs> I didn't read that anyway. It's his gig now. He's the senior quarterback. He throws, Bentley is still there. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. He throws yeah. he throws like twenty something touchdowns a year and like fifteen interceptions. He's been there longer than Hunter Renfro was at uh, Clemson. But it, uh, I mean, it's possible that this year they're able to get a little magic in the can. Uh, I know we all remember the 2010 Alabama game that South Carolina got to host them at home, and they do it this year. I think where, week three might be. Uh, yeah, Stephen Garcia. That game was on the SEC channel a couple uh, within the past week, and in the first half, Stephen Garcia was like 12 out of 12 with like three touchdowns. Yeah, it was just a sort of a magical sort of day. I don't 
think Alabama's going to fall into that trap at South Carolina that third week, but... Did, eh. I, I haven't watched that game in forever. Did South Carolina just run all over us if he had 12 passes and three of them were touchdowns? It was just kind of a everything. He was on fire. He, yeah. could, he could not miss, and yeah. then the offense was just able to convert whenever they had Every third down was converted. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, there was a safety or something early, and then we thought it felt like we had some momentum and then some other shit would go. It's just, it was just a game we were going to lose. Yeah. Just, there was just it was kind of like when when the video game used to exist and you'd be playing through the season and then there'd be that game where the computer decided nope yeah. not today pal yeah. but that was a Steve Spurrier uh, team and he's not there anymore we haven't really seen much out of Muschamp in any of his previous coaching gigs so uh, Vegas has them pegged at six wins and that's probably about where they are Vegas has them going backwards yeah because they they play Alabama Clemson and Georgia that's not uh. You would be, Florida. Yeah, you'd be lucky to find any sort of yeah. bowl uh, appearances of victory for them this yeah. year. I don't see anything sexual, anything <laughs> intriguing. It just looks like it looks like the tape from last year. Yeah, they're they're a seven and six, six and seven team. Sure. I, I don't even know what we're sure. still talking about. Them. Sure. Well, now that we've done the V, the T. And the SC, we are moving to the M. Mm. Mouth. The mouth. What that mouth do? <laughs> so this is uh, University of Missouri, 8-5 and five last year. Yeah. They got that transfer They got Kelly Bryant coming. Um, Vegas has them at six and a half wins. I don't know anything about this. But the team... I don't want to see on my TV. They're at Wyoming. They got West Virginia with a... Year one coach, Southeast Missouri, South Carolina that we already talked about, and then they got Troy, Ole Miss. Hey, uh, when's the last time that they weren't playing Alabama that you saw a Missouri game that you can remember? Auburn, the SEC championship. Yeah. Two, three years ago. There's not a lot of meat. 2013. Yeah, yeah. four years, five years ago. There's not a lot of meat on that early schedule. <laughs> Those first eight games, they could be 8-0 in yeah, the toast of the town. They could be 8-0, but then they run through Georgia, Florida, Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, I think that's exactly what's going to happen is they'll be 8-0. Kelly Bryant, dark horse for the Heisman. Hey, Dabo, look what you let yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Survey says the Tigers are showing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, Hankins, we talked about this. You cannot say survey says unless you do a Steve Harvey impression. <laughs> All right, player. Um, the, uh, yeah, I mean, Kelly Bryant and Missouri, they're poised to have, you know, probably 150, 200 rushing yards per game, um, between the, it, you know, throughout their entire backfield. But, oh God, that is going to be, Hankins, you're a hundred percent right. They're going to have that storyline and it is going to be infuriating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, look who you let go when you have but then it, Trevor Lawrence. It's going Lawrence. to explode. Shit, it might not explode, guys. I mean, like, I would not be shocked at this schedule if they get to Georgia undefeated. And then maybe, 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 maybe that's the one that slips up on Georgia. Um, and then they Florida beats them and they're fucking the next thing you know they're one loss in the conference with Arkansas and Tennessee left to decide who wins the East. Yeah, if they split that Georgia Florida series and Georgia stumbles against Florida, I mean, yeah. It's not crazy. Yeah. Now, that that being said, would we agree that they had a superior quarterback last year? 
Yeah, they still have Derek Dooley as their offensive coordinator, so I think we need to temper our expectations. <laughs> Both Creel and Vegas right. are not as high on Missouri. I mean, as... Six and a half. I mean, reading those first eight games, you're like, well, that's an easy eight and oh, put all the money on the over win total. But I don't know. I don't believe in Missouri. Uh, I'm, I'm pegging them at 10 and two. Whoa, you're pegging them, eh? I'm pegging them. Deep. I've got it. I've got it what strapped color? on. What color is that peg? I'm pegging that M. Is it like a black and yellow, baby? Black and yellow. It's a bumblebee theme. It's a bumblebee. Missouri is always <laughs> buzz, kind buzz. of in it, anyways. <laughs> they want... hit that honey jackpot, son. <laughs> Please keep talking, Hank, so this ends. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh no! I'm always going to give way from a mm. dumb football point to some innuendo. You remember honeycomb <laughs> cereal? Like me want honeycomb now. Is that what you say? Is Why that did I what have you to make say? eye contact with you when this happens? Is that what you say? Me want honeycomb now. Oh my god! Will Kentucky be as good as they were last year? Uh, no. no, Benny Snell's gone. Move ahead. Yeah. They went ten and three last year. Vegas has them at six. If they hit, they Woo! make a bowl. That'd be great. I don't think they. Benny will, Snell though. and Josh Allen, John Allen, Josh Allen, John Allen, Josh Allen, John, John Connor, Sean Tuse, Imogene, <laughs> Anjanu. What Imogene? What was their uh, defensive end that got drafted in the top five? It's something Allen. Um, so Benny Snell and jo- Josh Allen were good for. Four t- four wins apparently. Yeah, they they played yeah. a lot of close yeah. games last year, and they just had a great year for the seniors being there, and everyone yeah. was able to pull pull off those close wins. It won't happen this year. No, they're gonna regress to the mean. Well, let's talk about these two sassy players. These so two sassy teams. We are left with probably the two best teams in the East, mm-hmm. Georgia and Florida, and we'll start with Georgia, who returns Jake Fromm on offense. I swear to God, Justin he's Fields years old. ain't there anymore. Justin so. Fields is like Ohio State yeah. now or something like that, or uh, Miami. I think he went to my, he transferred again to Miami. Uh, so Georgia, they went eleven and three last year. They start out eleven and one, and then drop to Alabama and Texas. I see that they're only returning six players on both sides of the yeah. ball. Does that mean they're are they? Do they not have a like? Are they losing a bunch of linemen or something? Uh, like that? On offense, they have like no receivers returning. Yeah, so that's that's the yeah. weakness on offense and defense. I can't remember. Who were Holyfield also left. The schedule for Georgia sort of sets up nicely. Uh, They don't play anybody until Notre Dame in the fourth week of the season. Then they're off, and then they play Tennessee, South Carolina, Kentucky. Then they're off, and then they get the big game against Florida. And then November wraps up with Missouri, Auburn, Texas A&M, and Georgia Tech. Uh, so they don't really hit anybody till it's not essentially the Florida schedule until the until they hit Florida. Like they could easily be seven, eight, no. Notre Dame. Well, eh. well, free, eh. free. You're certainly right. You know, on the part that they don't have to play anybody until Notre Dame. I don't know that, but playing Notre Dame fourth after three nobodies just seems like a trap. Um, somebody could get hurt. You're, you're not, you're not kind of bleeding the team. Like the team doesn't know what it's like to play against people as good as it's them. It's like outside of practice for a month. It's like playing three. And then Notre Dame shows It's like up. playing three games on the rookie level and then, like, one game on the Heisman level. In what are y'all Ooh. smoking? Y'all think Notre Dame is worth a flip? I mean, they've been comparing notes with... Haven't they been comparing notes with Georgia? They, they the visited season? camps with Clemson and everyone was like, Clemson. oh, 
Notre Dame and Clemson have this great partnership. They're learning from each other. They're taking notes. They're listening. They're communicating. They're getting best practices. Stop it. Stop it. I love H.R. Creel. (laughs) (laughs) They're learning best practices. Oh my God! Um, well, not not to tip my hand too badly or uh, with the big predictions, but I have Georgia winning the division over Florida because I was about to tip mine yeah, as well. Yeah, but, Be- but but please proceed. Well, because I, I just think Jake Fromm is better than Felipe Franks. I think Dan Mullen is a year or two away from really contending for the East. Can't it's based on the recruiting pipeline. Yeah, Kirby's got his rocking and rolling. Mm-hmm. Florida's probably a year or two away from really making that leap. So I've picked Georgia to win, but uh, why don't you go ahead and get us through Florida? Because that's essentially who who we're uh, arguing sure. against. So. Yeah. Um, well, Florida actually. So you know we've talked about you know it's been X number of years. It's been yeah, it's been so many uh, years since they they play like out of state, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, an yeah. out of state non conference team. Not did, in a bowl. Did, did they do that last year? Or has, no, is it still hasn't still happened. Going? So they continue that streak by. Uh, as always, one of their uh, out-of-conference uh, team uh, opponents. Miami, Florida, in Orlando. In Orlando. Not in Mi- Orlando. Not Miami, Florida, Orlando. Orlando. God, I wouldn't even know what that school meant. <laughs> and that's a week zero game. That is a week zero. Which We're... will be nice. On August 24th, you can uh, find that game. It'll be the only game on, and have fun. you got to think that Florida is going to run all over. You would think, but it's, it's the first week of the season, and usually a defensive... Defense uh, usually wins out those first couple of games before the offensive start. Offenses start clicking, so I think Miami's got a chance, but I would expect Florida to win. They go UT Martin at Kentucky, host Tennessee, host Towson, host Auburn at LSU at South Carolina before they take a week off. Yeah, nothing really scares me there for Florida except for the Auburn and LSU games. So yeah. um, I think if they split those, that's all they need to do because uh, winning the division just boils down to beating Georgia. To get a uh, to win the division, so yeah, they can drop sure. one of those games and be okay. Um, do you think the Missouri no date at on. Missouri? Come on, no. at Missouri, Derek Dooley's their offensive coordinator, no. bro. Never. Would you rather? Okay. Okay. Have you ever seen those things on uh, on Instagram or really any anywhere else where it's like you have fifteen dollars to build your team, and then they have a tier sure, of players that's sure. worth five, then four, then yeah. three, then two. You have one dollar left, and to to pick an offensive coordinator because you've spent it on like sure. Bill Parcells yeah, and yeah. Bill Belichick uh-huh. and Nick Saban uh-huh. sure, and etc. Sure, sure. I think all those are defensive coaches. Um, you have to pick between Derek Dooley and Mike Shula as your offensive coordinator. I would go Mike Shula because he went to a Super Bowl, baby. He took Cam Newton there. Oh, yeah. I got to go with that. Yeah. He's got the cred, and he beat. Hawaii one time. He beat Hawaii that one time. I don't. And lost to him. I know he got fired as OC of the Panthers, but I don't know where he is now. I think he's just a quarterback. He's a quarterbacks coach. coach somewhere, like in the Bucks or something like yeah. that. I would take that. Hankins, are you asleep? I'm sorry, we haven't thrown it to you in a while. Yeah. What do you want to do? Was, <laughs> Lady Gaga was explaining why Mike the Tiger was the best <laughs> mascot in college football. So I was pretty excited about that. Well, it's just a gif. It's just a clever gif somebody was using. She wasn't really doing it, but uh-huh. you know they were using they were using the visual of her doing it was to it a deep uh, draw fake? a comparison to how they look. Deep fake. When they explained that, Mike. No. <laughs> well, Hankins. Also, there's a. Uh, I'm going to send you guys a picture. Ooh. I want you to tell yeah, me send if us a this pic. is an exposed penis. Okay. 
Well, Hankins, I don't. I'll go ahead and tip your hand. You are hot on Florida. Can you tell us why? I, I'm not hot on Florida. I'm down on Georgia. Okay. Okay. I think that if Florida just uh, navigates the waters about the way I expect them to, I think Georgia stumbles just enough. I'm not even. I feel like this is the year that Florida does beat Georgia, just because that series is like that. Um, but ultimately, I think Georgia slips up enough that Florida sneaks in because that's kind of what they've done in years that they've been good over the last decade. They just, they'd show up in the SEC championship game against Alabama and we'd be all like, how the hell did this happen? I thought y'all told me they were terrible. Right. Um, And I feel like Georgia just gets a little silly this year and Florida gets in. Yeah. I'm saying that Georgia loses two games. Wow. Um, Which when you look at, I mean, the difference between one and two wins is a lot smaller than the difference between 10 and 11 wins. Sure, sure. Um, yep. But I, I still think I, I think Georgia beats them this year, and I think they drop one more, whether it's at Auburn, whether it's Missouri uh, feels froggy, or like Hankin says, uh, that week four against Notre Dame is just a, you know, an untested uh, Georgia team because they've been playing Arkansas State, Murray State, and Vanderbilt. Man. And think about Georgia's trajectory over the, over the smart era, right? The first season, he had a couple of losses he definitely shouldn't have had, but that's to be expected. He was still a brand-new head coach. The next season, he gets them all the way, and they get to overtime with a lead in the national championship game, and they can't pull off the miracle. The next year, he gets them back to the SEC championship game. Tua's knee falls out of in the, the Mercedes-Benz Dome. His knee is literally still on the field. Um and then Jalen Hurts, the guy that whose career they ended just a few months before, is now back, and they can't beat him there. Then they had that awful outing against Texas, where even their mascot oh my got his. God, they got. Well, <laughs> well, you know, it, it was a bowl game. They they had nothing on the line. I give them a pass, baby. And so does Vegas, and they've got them at eleven wins. So they you do. guys should put all your money on that under. Make that money. Um, well, let's get so to... We've done the V to F. And my God, Georgia's... The, the last four weeks, the Missouri-Auburn-Texas-A&M-Georgia-Tech thing, that A&M, A&M game sticks out like a sore thumb to me because they are playing a conference opponent the week after they played their largest rival <laughs> and then before the week before the week where they play the rival that they say is their largest rival. Yeah, they're rival. traditional. Now, I don't think the Georgia Tech game is going to be tough on them but you know it, it is a rivalry game and those things we all know how that can go that a&m game looks like a trap well you really popped that pee right yeah there. so we finished the east and now we need to head to the wild wild west she's so mean and i don't care Oh, I love that meat and then wah, wah, a dance to the conference that we love best in a division of motherfucking SEC West. Boop, 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 wow, West. Wow, that was great. <laughs> it was one year in the waiting. So we SEC East, we did V to F. Let's go T to A. T to A? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, yeah, I love to go T to A. And I'm talking toes to appendix. Butthole. Oh. Damn. 
Uh, start with poor, poor Texas A&M. Yeah, the the one that the Hankins is just destined to think will upset Georgia and on Georgia's schedule. Who went nine and four last year? Uh, Jimbo got that money. They'll they'll go nine and four, eight and five this year. Yeah, they do have the unenviable task of having Clemson, Georgia, and Alabama on the schedule. Which is... They played kind of some bullshit. You know what, though? Here's, I'll say this. If you get paid $70 million, you, gotta play them you all. should have to play you all those play teams. them all. They, they play two, the two teams that were in the national championship last year and one team that was basically a coin toss between them and Notre Dame to get into the playoffs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't feel sorry for him. Where is Arkansas Dallas? What kind of school is that? Oh, yeah. Texas A&M does play Arkansas <laughs> in Oh, Dallas. in Dallas. Got it, got it, got It's a neutral site game. Um, is, uh, is Texas A&M Clemson going to be like it was last year? No. They went to OT, right? Uh, no, they didn't. It was just yeah. fourth quarter. It was a close game, like one yeah. possession. But no, it won't be that close. Uh, Clemson is much better. Yeah. It's at Clemson. Uh, Jim, sweet, Jimbo is a fool. A uh, sweet little baby. Uh, what's his name? Alex Tanner. Who's the quarterback for Clemson? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Just silken doll hair. Yeah. He's a Just, giant. He looks like Kylo Ren. Yeah. Second year Kylo Ren. Yeah. You saw what happened in the, the right. Force Comes Back. What was the name Last of that? Last Jedi, movie? man. Yeah. Sure. I still haven't seen it, but I heard, I heard that okay. guy dies. Which guy? You know, oh, that I heard that the Force really came back with a vengeance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't think this is the breakthrough year for Texas A&M. I know they're the next great thing, and it's been like that since they entered the SEC. Uh, they're just not going to do it. But you know what I'm be thinking okay. this year? I'm thinking this year is the year that the Empire strikes back. Okay, okay. Does that empire reside in Oxford, Mississippi? Are no, it does not. Okay. We'll get to the empire mm-hmm. when we get to A. Uh, Ole Miss, they lost their nasty whiteouts. Yeah, they only have three returning starters on offense, which <laughs> carried the team <laughs> last year. Jeez, they lost crackers. everybody. But they but they bring back ten starters from that fabled Oxford defense they sure. had last year. <laughs> which is now coached by the dude from Colorado, the retread. No, I thought Rich Rodriguez was there. He's doing the offense. Oh, yeah. yeah He's not sorry. coaching the Idiot. defense, I can tell you that. He may as well. He might do better. Um, who did they give up? Like oh, you are not wrong. <laughs> who did they give up fifty-two points to? It was some like it was like Southeast Louisiana or something. Um, like everyone on this <laughs> yeah, they gave up sixty to Alabama. Ole Miss was a fun team to watch if you hate Ole Miss. Sure, sure. Because <laughs> even in their wins, they lost. Yeah, they went five and seven last year. Vegas has them at five wins again. I'll I'd... give them five just because New Mexico State, Vanderbilt. Uh, Southeast Louisiana, Arkansas, Memphis are on the Cali- They might be California. If Memphis is what they have been. That could yeah, be a problem. That could be a loss in Week One. They're at Memphis. Memphis is a perennial bowl team. I, I do. I agree with Hankins. That could be a problem if they start out zero and one. Matt Luke will not return. I don't know why, but Ole Miss is quickly becoming like Auburn is what it is. They are who they are because they're our rivals, but. I, Ole Miss is quickly becoming my most hated team in the in, in, in the <laughs> I love it in the I West. Love, I love irrational, you know, non traditional football hate. Like, uh, I have thrived. I have nothing against Matt Luke. Uh, I, I I I just enjoyed the hell out of the situation with Hugh Freeze when sure, when he yeah. tripped over his own dick into what he did. Um, 
But he repented for it, baby. You oh, got, of course. You gotta you give know, him that Twice penance. at liberty, you know. Sure, man. Church, university. But the, I don't know, I just, everything about Ole Miss has always pissed me off. Um, and I, just every single misstep they have just makes me happy. Do you not like to party, Sean? Because they win the party. I wasn't even thinking about the douchebags at mm-hmm. the Grove every mm-hmm. single week. Remember that great haiku you just read about Ole Miss? <laughs> what was the old movie? Did it end with always win the party, always win uh-huh. the part, it, it did. something like that? It did. It did. It sure did. Oh, right? my God. That was a bad article Hankins sent us. Sure. So no no one's hot on <laughs> Ole Miss this year. Hankins, does Colonel Reb have a prediction for Ole Miss, or is he going to snooze this season out? I think Colonel Reb is just laying low until they hire somebody that has a first name and a last name. <laughs> right, I agree. I agree. Matt Luke, you are I hate it. You are speaking to Creole's best, uh, mm-hmm. better angels. Oh, the oh, the the Ole Miss haiku is Matt Coral good. We never lose the party. God's country, the Grove. Hankins, can you just explain to the audience what these haikus are yes, about? Yes, what is this article in? So, uh, in the in times gone by, these three gentlemen you hear also did a a uh, podcast where they uh, looked at Sean's poetry that he'd written in high school and middle Cold school. Cold Dog Soup, ttfnetwork.com. And within that, they've we found that I hate haikus. And these other two jokesters, oh, they just love them. They love the structure mm-hmm, of art mm-hmm, in a haiku. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, actually, I do know how. I was emailed this from fansided.com um, in a newsletter that I probably, this was the first time I'd ever opened it, um, and will probably never again. But at any rate, the title of the article is Haiku Poems Used to Describe Every SEC Football Team, or, um, as it should have been called, Holy shit, I got a deadline, and there's four weeks left until the season starts. Recruiting's over, and there's been no controversies this offseason. I just imagine... By Patrick Schmidt. I just I just imagine, like, Patrick Schmidt, Schmidt, Patrick shit, like, <laughs> spinning a revolver <laughs> barrel and, like, putting it in his mouth bef- and, and just, like, nodding his head, and then, like, no, I'll, I'll submit this article. The website is called Fan Sided. Like, is that a combination of fanatics and excited fan is short for fanatic right also uh, this is not something you want to hear hankins and i'm giving you nothing but ammunition which should have been more in pat schmidt's gun but (laughs) a haiku technically everybody gets it wrong it's 575 of course yes of course it's not just anything that's 575 it is about nature it is a japanese poem traditionally about nature so just because well, the you Groves say, got trees, I like baby. football, Groves got football trees. is good in my mouth, uh-huh. I also football. That's not a haiku. It is a haiku, technically. but Maybe not in spirit, but technically it's there. <sighs> They're dumb. <laughs> By the way, Hankins, that uh, f- uh, tweet you sent us um, from... Uh, Saturday down south. That is a uh, definitely a penis. That is definitely a penis. Who's for Jerry Judy? That is Jerry Tyrone Judy. Prothrow? Yeah. Um, he. Uh, so this is a classic uh, 
instance of classic penis. a classic penis first of all um if you go to saturday down south's tweet from july 27th only four more saturdays until the first college football saturday down and south the frame is the number four jersey to get the pun of four more I weeks do you get that yeah it is it's clearly i would imagine if you click on the photo it expands out you could probably see a helmet and some knees above and, and sure he's below. probably catching a pass classic instance of a social media manager not knowing correct dimensions of a fucking photo to put on twitter Okay. I love it. I love it when I love to Man. hear from an expert. Yeah. <laughs> there was and like and knowing the exact number of um characters, like if you post something on Facebook that also automatically tweets mm. for you. There was a senator from mm. Colorado a couple years ago oh, yeah. that had a photo of him uh at his desk calling constituents and it said um the message was <clears throat> Uh, calling Steve Smith about uh, and thanking him for his service uh, in the uh, in the Air Force. I like calling uh, young men all the time Ooh. to blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. He posted that on Facebook and then it automatically tweeted and it was like, calling Steve Smith, I like calling young men. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That's a penis. Mississippi State. Last year they went eight and five. Uh they were anch- How? anchored by <laughs> anchored by like the top defense in the country, question. and the whole defense uh, yeah. is gone. They yeah. had a fantastic deep Montez Sweat. Yes, that other guy. Yeah, they're all gone. They only returned four starters on defense, seven on offense. They had three or four draft picks in the they first did. round. They did. They were they were they were not bad last year on defense. So it was the offense that a uh, couple games. Just if the offense could have gotten fourteen points, they could yeah. have uh, won ten games. I have a question about their first week opponent. Sure. Should it not be New Orleans, Louisiana? Is the because traditionally the city's before the state. This one is a little bit confusing because there's a football team in Division One that calls themselves Louisiana, mm-hmm. formerly known as Louisiana Lafayette. Ooh, Lafayette. So they call themselves Louisiana now. I don't like it. So on our Google spreadsheet, the schedule says that Mississippi State plays Louisiana (parentheses New Orleans). Uh, that just connotates that the game is taking place in New Orleans at a neutral site against the University of Louisiana Week One Got it. for the Mississippi fuck State. Did the did the fucking Superdome get stuck with that dog? Well, you the know. Superdome's a dog in itself. Yeah. So Mississippi was State was it repaired after Katrina? Oh yeah, they they put that money in, baby. Well, oh yeah, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that place. I was just there last yeah. year. I thought Vegas was a little bit off on giving Mississippi State this much love at eight and a half wins on a with That's a team which the defense has been decimated, the offense has never clicked. I don't know. I think that's a fair. I think eight and five is fair when you look at their schedule. Ooh. Run through it. Oof, run, really? Yeah, for sure. Run through it for well, us. Well, I, I don't disagree to start out until they hit conference play, but. Louisiana, Southern Miss, Kansas State, Kentucky, wins. all at home. Wins, 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 wins. That's 4-0 at Auburn. Win a bowl, but give them sure. a lot. Split Auburn and Tennessee two weeks after that with me, and let's call it 5-1. and one. Okay. Then they host LSU. Loss. At Texas A&M. Winnable. At Arkansas. Win. Win. Then November, these three games are at home. Alabama, Miss, Alabama, Abilene Christian. And Ole Miss. Those are three losses. Three losses? We split Auburn and Tennessee. Oh, I thought, I thought you meant those last three games. Oh, no, I'm no, sorry. no, no. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. One, one loss. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you think they could easily hit nine wins? They could, yeah, they absolutely wow. could hit nine wins. Hankins, are you a believer in Joe Moorhead? No, I'm not. I'm a believer in less mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, there, isn't there some new swinging dick at Kansas State? 
There is a new coach. It's they the they South replaced Dakota Bill State Snyder. Guy. They did. But North Dakota State, I, South I just Dakota don't, State, whatever. Yeah. Like that thing, that could be a, a slip them up. Sure. Um, oh, I think Mississippi State is equal Kentucky, so that's that, that's a toss up for me. Auburn at Auburn, they're not they're not winning there. Um, I've seen what that place can do to you. They yeah. went in there. Um, Tennessee depends on what's going on with them. LSU, that's an L. I think A and M is a pretty slam dunk L. Um, I have I don't I'm not going to pretend to know what Arkansas is. Um, I will. And then Alabama, and then Ole Miss. Who knows? It's the Egg Bowl, so it doesn't matter. It's fucking the Egg Bowl. Yeah, I mean, eight wins they can get to because it seems like they play a lot of bums. But if fucking if the K State don't come through, then you're gonna be you you're gonna be uh, waiting it out to the Egg Bowl to see if you get that payout from that eight and a half. Yeah, you, to win because to win that bet they got to win nine. That's yeah, true. yeah. Nine games is the ceiling. I will. I will. I correct. would agree. That's the ceiling. Yeah, the floor so is five. If I am a betting man, then I would a thousand percent take the under. Yeah, I think actually that's a pretty good bet. Yeah. To take the end yeah. on that. Returning seven starters on offense is probably a negative. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> Do you mean the, the, the seven that, that are coming back or the four that left? The seven that are coming back are so <laughs> shitty. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're offense. They wish they would have just graduated. Nick, Who was- Nick Fitzgerald was their quarterback last year, and he was... I think he finished his career with more rushing yards than Tebow as a quarterback yeah, he did. and more yeah. touchdowns or something like that. And his the the his health shows that. Yeah. How many times did he have career ending injuries in like week 11? Yeah. Poor guy, but they don't have him anymore, so I don't know why Vegas is so hot on this Imagine team. giving giving your all, like you just destroying sure. your body, not having an NFL career for Mississippi State. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's move onward to the L, the the liver, the liver of the conference. Which, due to all the drinking in Baton Rouge, uh, there's going to be some liver problems. Am I right? So true. Uh, we're headed to LSU, who went ten and three last year, and they beat our Lord and Savior UCF. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness for that. I in the Fiesta Bowl to ruin their their national championship run. And this is why I. Ole Miss is now more hateable for me than LSU. Mm-hmm. LSU gets a hate-free year from me okay. for beating UCF. Wow. Wow. I love Ed Orgeron. Mm-hmm. Never lost Never lost a game to close captioned in mm-hmm. an interview. Uh, I don't hate LSU. Don't like them. Don't hate well, this, LSU for this one This is year. a year where if, if they can navigate the schedule, they can have a really special season. That's they, where we were last year. They return eight starters on offense, eight starters on defense. They're really, this time, like 1,000% going to open up that offensive playbook. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's going to happen this year. You yeah. can mark They're it. They're not going to lose to Troy in right. homecoming. Uh, the schedule, it's favorable for them. Uh, I think so, at least, to, before they hit Alabama. They play Georgia Southern, and they play at Texas Week 2. If they can get through that, they can sleepwalk until the Alabama game. And, Hankins, we said this last year uh, to an extent. You know, by, by the time they see they see Alabama, they could be 4-4, four and four, um, or they could be 8-0. But yep. I think they're going to be closer to, you know. I, I think so. I think a disaster would be 6-2 and two for them. Yeah, I, I, I just, I agree. I, I think that, 
I think that everyone poo-pooed Ed Orgeron. Like A-Rod did. Yes. They aren't as bad. He's not as bad as everyone. Well, maybe he's got us all fooled. I don't know. I guess the jury could still be out, but I think that he's better than expected. I think Orgeron has exceeded expectations, and he is in, I'm going to say, top four coaches in the in the conference. Hankins, are, are we crazy? Do we think that it'll be like a two undefeated in Tuscaloosa in November? What do you think? I don't think they'll get to that first stretch undefeated. Um, going to Texas in week two is obviously problematic, but I think they can win it. Um, Florida will be tricky because LSU and Florida is a voodoo series. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always some wackadoodle <clears throat> shit that happens. But, yeah, I'm with Sean that if they if they can split Texas and Florida, I think they can get there with one loss. Do you think hosting Auburn, that's going to be uh They always destroy Auburn and Baton Rouge. Like, they <clears throat> consistently do. Yeah, I, I think I, if I was betting, I'd bet on them getting out of that first stretch with one loss and then who knows every year that we get another year into the Alabama streak over LSU I'm getting less and less confident because college football not because of anything about X's and O's or Jimmy's and Joe's Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also heard free the other day Chris Carter said Willie's and Joe's Willie (laughs) I don't like that the alliteration in Jimmy and Joe's is better I do I would have said Willie's and O's oh but so every year I'm going to get a little less confident about that game just because my God at some point I mean come on right Vegas um, Vegas surprises me <clears throat> on LSU I'm surprised they didn't go up and make people pick nine and a half or ten Yeah, the, Vegas has them at nine wins, so I would go over with that gun to my head, of course. Yeah, I would go over that. You're not a betting. And with all the things that we've said that not we or not me because I've been down with, with crazy Ed from day one. Um, with all the things that have been said about, oh, the offense is boring and he won't open it up and all those things that happen every year, mm-hmm. motherfucker just keeps winning football games. Now, he's not contending for a national championship, but who is in the SEC aside from Alabama and Georgia yeah, he, right he now? Looks, and then, he looks good until they hit the buzzsaw of Alabama and mm-hmm. then it just – just the uh, – the scoreboard and the talent on the field, this, this, the discrepancies are just so apparent when and they hit that game. It's always a weird game, though. It's not like Alabama always come, at least in the past three or four mm-hmm. years, has. I mean, there was the ten and zero win. There was last year that was a shutout, but it was it didn't see. It was a shutout last yeah, year. Yeah, last year Alabama won twenty nine nothing. But you know, like fourteen of those points came in the fourth quarter, yeah. or you know, mm-hmm. the last uh, twenty two. Yeah, there was the Blake Sims year, which was an overtime game. Yeah, right? I went to yeah. bed before I, I went to bed resigned that we we had that game lost mm-hmm. before we even went to overtime. But they play at in Tuscaloosa, and other than the the win in two thousand eleven in the game of the century, they haven't had great success in Tuscaloosa. Um, so you know, I think I think they'll go ten and two, eleven and one with this schedule. Yeah, I agree. Which feels right. So say LSU goes eleven and one. Mm-hmm. Their one loss is to Alabama. They ain't making it, baby. I would love to see that because it would be such a like punch in the dick to LSU fans when Alabama went eleven yeah. and one with yeah. their one loss to LSU. <laughs> uh, let's let's go to just the most beautiful, beautiful God given place win, on the plains. If the LSU went, uh, if the LSU loss happened to be 
or, or excuse me, if they only lose Alabama and they happen to have been the only loss for a Big 12 win in Texas, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I agree. So Sean sort of tipped his hand. We are moving to the loveliest village on the plains with the coach that's always perpetually on the hot seat and always killing he's, kids with cancer. He's running the offense this year. Yeah, for real he is. He's not going to let someone else do it. <laughs> he is a guru, and Hankins knows he's, he's been sitting on some special plays. How, so many he's plays he's been sitting on. ass plays in that vest pocket. He's, he's got this one that I think he's going to bring out against Oregon that, like, uh, a, a, a slot receiver is going to run, mm-hmm. and then it's going to go at a slant. Whoa. Right so, yeah, Auburn returns seven on offense, seven on defense. They went eight and Two five words last year. for you. Ooh. Jet motion. Ooh, a lot of jet sweeps, eh? They love jet sweeps. What, what does everyone think? Do Are we they... know who the quarterback's going to be? No. They're... Bo Nix. Yeah. Nikki Smallwood. Sure. Is that a Bo name? Bo Jackson. All of them. Um... It depends on if the quarterback turns out to be Cam Newton or Jeremy Johnson. Yeah, Hankins, I, I know last year you brought up the, uh, or I can't remember if it was you or me or Sean, the years where Auburn is pegged to be like a top 20 yeah, team. Yeah, it's a topsy-turvy nature. They, they yes. break through, and then when they're top five, they don't break through. Um, the AP polls and the polls haven't come out yet, but I'm sure they'll be easily in the top 15. Vegas has them at eight wins. What is your forecast? God, it looks just like last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the schedule. I mean, they're even playing a uh, WAC 12, WAC 16 opponent um, in the beginning on a neutral site. Man, it looks like a carbon copy. But we don't know that. But last year they had a quarterback that was supposed to be really good. And he was true. This year, there's an unknown commodity there. I, I think that this is the year that the, the wheels finally fall off the bus. Whoa! Like, and I don't mean it's a three and you know I don't mean it's like that year, but it feels a lot more seven and six than it does eight and five. Uh, yeah, I just think it all falls apart this year. Well, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they. Uh, beat Oregon like they did, like they beat Washington last year, and they get some momentum. But the early part of the schedule, Hankins, is uh, is kind of rough. After Oregon is Tulane, then Kent State, then they're at A and M, host Mississippi State, at Florida, at Arkansas, at LSU. Um, it's it's kind of a, a weird run where they don't play a home game in October at all. So if they don't start out hot, Oof. they they have a, a Oof, lot of. Uh, a lot of troubles on the road. Like if they dropped if they drop that game to Oregon and they drop the game to Texas and M and Florida, like the season's pretty much over. I've I've kind of said this um I think all offseason. Not very high on Auburn. I definitely see another eight and five. Yeah. If that happens, is Ma, is Gus finally gone? That's a wrap, dude. Five you will not sustain five losses two years in a row at that school. Nor should you. You should not sustain mm. that. Mm. They're better than that. They should expect more. Do though. they have any hope of splitting Georgia and Alabama? It's so weird. Uh, it's hard to predict now. If if I would say no, like at this moment, but Auburn is always tricky. If 
they get on a run, and if they're if they're like eight and one or something going into the last stretch, I think yeah. they could they could win both of them. Sure, because if they yeah. get that juju going, I mean, that's what they did five years ago. Maybe we get misdirected with Auburn, and we fall in the same trap every year with them. We keep talking about not knowing what the quarterback is, but the years where Auburn has been better than expected means that they got two running backs that just exploded onto the scene, and that means you know offensive line and all that stuff. So. If they get – because Carryon Johnson, nobody outside of yeah. people that followed Auburn, yeah. nobody thought that dude was going to be the shit like he was. And then as soon as – and then he wasn't. He, he wasn't all of a sudden as well. I mean, he got hurt. But, I mean, like, that's just – if they can get that going, that's what changes everything. We always – and I just, I just made the mistake myself, so I'm not getting on a high horse like Sean would. Um, but I'm not. I'm. I got lost in the quarterback shuffle. It could be the running backs, but if those running backs don't materialize, if I told you they lost to Oregon, A and M, Florida, LSU, Alabama, and Georgia, I don't think I'm saying anything crazy. No, I don't think you are either. And my horse is not high. I he stopped smoking pot like years ago. Why the long face though? <laughs> mm, good call. Yeah. Huh. Um. Wish I didn't stumble over that joke. Uh. Yeah. I. I. I would not be. I mean, a six and six is is not completely out of the out of the question but you know then again as Creole said they could be 8 and 1 looking at Georgia and Alabama and when they're on a roll they're on a roll it's true and they're both at home god yeah what a horrible life that would be oof when is the year when is the year that they schedule Georgia like earlier in the season didn't they talk about doing they that? Did, they did. They have talked about trying to move the the Georgia game to October. I don't know if anything's been set in stone yet. It's yeah. just batted around in SEC media days and classic. Well, we got two teams left, mm-hmm. two A's left. Tell you what, let's let's talk about Arkansas first. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Arkansas who went two and ten last year. Their offense was ranked in the one hundreds. Their defense was ranked in the one hundreds. Uh, this is Chad Morris's first or second year. This is his second year. He took over from Bulimia. Yeah. And has not performed at all. Um, they played Alabama good in that first quarter, sort of last year. They had the gaff last year of the the guy that's on a punt return against Colorado State, maybe. Oh my god! Where the guy just caught the ball, started started walking, and no I, one tackled him. I don't think it was. I think it was like a D two team. Yeah. Well, they for whatever reason, this team is not going to be very good. No. Uh, they should have kept Bulimia, baby. Should have kept him. Rode him out. Um, Hankins, do you have any hope in Arkansas making a bowl this year? Vega, Vegas no. sort of does. Vegas has them at six. That's insane. I think they're se- – sorry, Hankins, go ahead. I have nothing intelligent to say about Arkansas football. Um, just nothing at all. Uh, they could lose every game on here and I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I would say that surely Chad Morris is not as shitty as he's as we've been led to believe he is. I find that impossible that any coach could be that bad. So, obviously, I think they will improve over last year's win total because, my God, how can you not? Even Illinois did. Um, getting (laughs) – hey, hey, hey. Getting to six means that you just beat Portland State, Colorado State, San Jose State. Um, Shit, they don't get a break. Western Kentucky, so that's four. They gotta, they gotta beat <laughs> Ole Miss or Kentucky. I think if they get, yeah, I have, I, I have no clue. I don't know anything about them. If they get every single break, 
sure. and everything goes their way, the ceiling is still five games. Yeah, yeah. Rough love. Rough, rough life for Arkansas. Like, the only thing that I really can say about Arkansas, you know, a, a pointed take that I've been thinking about um, is, let's forget last year, can we still get Gus Malzahn? Chad Morris will do. Oh, is that that, that, that haiku? <laughs> it is that haiku. Love it. Love it. Uh, let's go to Alabama. Let's wrap up the entire right. conference. The reigning SEC champion who went 14-1 and last year, uh, started out 14-0, and lost to Clemson in the national championship game, well-documented. Oh, um, it's been documented. Offense returns, the backfield and receivers should be pretty good on offense. Might have the best receiving core in the country. Sure. Defense returns six, six starters Do on defense. Do have the best receiving core in the yeah. country. Um, this is the schedule that has little to no meat on it. Um, we can run through it if you want, but pretty much it boils down to the LSU and Auburn games is the, yeah, the ones mean, that are landmines. Run through. The, I mean, the first five games, <clears throat> it's Duke, New Mexico State, at South Carolina, Southern Miss, and Ole Miss. Those are five wins. Yeah. Uh, potentially the South Carolina game could be goofy if South Carolina comes out hot. Sure. But I think talent-wise, it should be that's, 40 to 10. That's really the thing. Something that we've seen time and again, even in those games where we were used to Oh, at South Carolina, that's going to be mm-hmm. that's going to be a struggle. But I think we'll win. Um, with that, you know, they might it might be you know ten to seven at halftime mm-hmm. or, or seventeen to fourteen at halftime. But I think we have a, Alabama has a team that can play sixty minutes. South Carolina has a team that's pretty much done halfway through the third quarter. Yeah, they shoot their load yeah, as it do. were. They really must their champ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So after the Ole Miss, uh, after those first five, they have an off week. Then they're at A and M. I know a lot of people are high on A and M. I am not. Uh, then Alabama hosts Tennessee and Arkansas. Two other wins. Off week, then November brings LSU at Mississippi State, Western Carolina, and at Auburn. The three games that I... I just... I mean, having LSU at home is huge. I mean, Mm -hmm. at Auburn is is really the only game I'm looking at um, that could be wacky. I mean, Tennessee maybe, but I don't know. Hankins, what say you? Vegas has them at eleven. Is this easy to say Alabama's going to go 12-0 and get that money? Here's what I think. Please only speak in haikus. Um, Just kidding. Please don't. <laughs> um, given the decimation in the national championship game, given the exodus of coaches and all that turnover, and given the talent that returns in all those number one recruiting classes, given all those things, this team this year has to be playing against the perfect game every time. There's not a team on this schedule that should be within 20 points of them other than LSU and Auburn. And I only say that because of just the historical. Yeah. It's, it's, Talent-wise, they shouldn't be there either. Does LSU – So in order for me – Go ahead. Does Go LSU ahead. still have that guy? Joe Burrow? Yeah. Yeah, he's still there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sam so, Ellinger of the SEC. Oh, God. That is a perfect fuck. That is, yes. that You do watch football. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. But for, for me to believe that the ship is right 
and that Saban can handle these. I think these might be rough waters this year. So my actual prediction is um, something bad happens somewhere where it shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it is. South Carolina, at South Carolina, at A&M, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I look at those three games as potential places where maybe they have to eke one out. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, for the record, they should not have to eke one out this year. Last year should have been the perfect example of what happens when you just rely on talent rather than the process. And if they are still, if we're still having these games where they're futzing around in the first quarter and it's three to nothing, or you know somebody goes down and scores a quick touchdown and we answer with a field goal or some shit like that, that spells trouble for me. Mm-hmm. So, my I think that they will go undefeated, but. If the problems happen, they'll be at South Carolina, A&M, or Tennessee. So we're all in agreement Alabama should win the West, correct? I think so. Without question. I think so. I mean, I honestly, I think LSU is the, the only, the closest competitor. I agree. I think those, those teams will finish 1-2. And then probably whoever wins Auburn, A&M will be 3, and the mm-hmm. other team will be number 4, and then after that... Mississippi State and then Ole Miss, Arkansas. Ole Miss, Arkansas. Yeah. So, I have predicted overall mm-hmm. Alabama versus Georgia in the minority. SEC championship game. Interesting. I minority. am the minority. Yeah. It's about time. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I've got Alabama winning the SEC. Uh, my hot take. What's your hot take? Just in the nick of time. Wait, Justin? Who's Justin? Just. Oh. In the nick. Oh. Of time. Got it. Alabama's been saving. Oh, like saving. It's best team of the decade for the last year of the decade. Do you really think this is going to be the best, the most talented? I think it will be. I think uh, offensively, uh, if they can just match last year's, and the defense, if the defense can just get a little bit better, it's going to be the best team of the decade. Last year, they were very, very close. Your hot take hinges on if the offensive line can give Tua enough time. Yes. Yes. To not fucking break his goddamn sure. body again. He's just got to stay healthy, and it'll be the best team of the decade for Alabama. And my teams that'll disappoint in the SEC, Missouri, I ain't got no faith in them. You and don't. Mississippi State, get out of here. Really? Get out of here. Hankins, hit us. What are your predictions for the SEC as a oh, whole? I think Alabama gets to the title game versus Florida because of Georgia's undoing. I think Alabama wins that game. Okay. And I think week number two. Ooh. Or one, zero. I don't know which one. I think that I will bark myself hoarse when Vandy beats Purdue. Oh, my God. The symphony of dogs (laughs) that is going to come down when fucking Derek Mason plants his anchor right in fucking the middle of Boilermaker Field. (laughs) Because Derek Mason is definitely the kind of guy who would do that. He's he, definitely he's gonna he's the Tom Herman of the he, SEC. He, he barked at uh, Dan Mullen last year. He barked at him. He did. Well, did he actually bark at him? Sorry, they were they like... were chirping at each other. They were chirping at each other. <laughs> they were like, okay. and Dan Mullen's like, hold me back, hold me back. Why I gotta? And I think Georgia will be the team that disappoints. Wow. Okay. Okay. Bold predictions. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Uh, piggyback off Hankins there um, because as usual 
because I I, I think Florida is going to eke it out. I don't okay. think Georgia is going to have a disaster of a season. I don't think anybody mm-hmm. thinks that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be a you know ten and two, ten and two, Florida and Georgia some tiebreaker, and, and then and Florida wins sure, the tiebreaker. Sure. Uh, Alabama beats them just like they did three years in a row, two mm-hmm. years in a row mm-hmm. when the uh, Shark guy was there. Um, my hot take is that. Texas A&M, LSU, and Auburn will all lose four-plus games. Wow, that's pretty hot. Mm, pretty LSU hot. is really the only question there. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I think Joe Barrow... Joe Barrow? Burrow. Burrow. Um, I think he uh, does not... They don't take the offense to the 21st century. He doesn't exceed saying. expectations sure. like he did last mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and teams that will disappoint, Georgia, Auburn, Texas A&M. Um, I think... Wow. I think Malzahn's gone after this year. I think uh, I don't know if there's any other coaches that might get fired. Maybe Matt Luke if Ole Miss craps craps the bed Maybe again. Maybe Matt Luke. Um, Pruitt's going to be there for a while. Muschamp is you know as long as he puts in six seven wins. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, when we do next week for mm-hmm. our like overall kooky predictions sure, yeah. from Creel. Uh-huh. Whoa! Yeah. Who's going to win Paul Bunyan's axe? I don't know. Maybe Babe. Put me in a rubber <laughs> room. Put me in the straitjacket because I'm crazy. Sponsored by Stupid Predictions of the Week. Um, can we put something in there about Alabama's place-kicking situation? Sure, like how many extra points Ooh. we missed. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um how many kickers get a chance to kick? Something like that. That is something that I would genuinely like to. Yeah, let's do three or four different sure, questions if sure. we can about about a maybe like special teams overall. The longest really. field goal that's missed, like, is it thirty two yards, <laughs> twenty six? There's always like two or three of those that are like. Well, it's our kickers for the past really since Michael Proctor in the mid nineties has been like they'll go seven for eight from 40 yards mm-hmm, plus mm-hmm. and then go like 20 for 30. Yeah. It's a real <laughs> Keystones cop three stooges situation. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. We'll, we'll do a couple of kicking predictions and then some kooky predictions and overall playoffs sure. and whatnot. Oh God, so. I'm just, I'm reading through some of the, the options we have for kooky predictions now. And I am very, excited. yeah, there, there's a bit of, you can look on the spreadsheet. There's some, some, te- some stuff to tease out. Of course, Lovey Smith is going to be on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Will he return? Will he, will he, should he shave that beard? I think the answer is yes, but. Oh, ooh, I didn't realize. Is this 2019? Did you update this? Yeah, I updated oh, man, this. I, updated I haven't, this. I haven't filled this but out yet. We'll oh, save man. it for next week. Um, yeah, uh, I think that uh, I've made some bold predictions. Sure, yeah. Um, I La- last year you were pretty, you stayed with the favorites. I won the gift card. Mm-hmm. I was very safe. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's fair to go safe two years in a row. I think sometimes you got to rip that condom off. You do. Uh- <laughs> At when the mood strikes, man. When the mood strikes. But uh, do you rip it off or do you just not put it on in the first place? Hankins, you're an expert on this. <laughs> What happens when the mood hey, strikes? You have two kids. Yes. Well, first, first, first thing you got to do is you want to get Poppy a blue chew because right there you want to know you can perform. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to get a blue chew in you. Um, and look, chew. blue chew. I know you're listening because apparently you listen to all podcasts. Sponsor us. We're three guys who can talk about getting a dick hard better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell you right now, blue chew. I drink all the time. Uh, I the- need your product. 
the good people at Podcoin already understand the reach and arm of this podcast. So Blue Chew, it's on you now to come to us because we are the ones who can talk about people coming to you. Speaking of, uh, you. we uh, we were definitely approached by my bookie for a sponsorship, but uh, I couldn't, in good faith, lie to them about our listenership. So, uh. um, <laughs> so guys, in that, you mean to tell me you're sitting here worried about being honest with my bookie? Good move. You want your legs not broke? Good move. Bro. Uh, in that spirit, tell your friends to listen to our podcast so that we can get up to that listenership and get that MyBookie sponsorship. Why should they tell their friends, Creel? Because we thrive on word of mouth. God yeah. damn. Shout out to all the Patreons. Shout out there. to the Patreons. Yeah. Thank you for always mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. reminding me that. That's uh, um, You guys keep us running. Um, keep the lights on here. And uh, we are going to come back with... Like we talked about, our kooky, stupid news predictions of the week next week. Listen to our other shows at ttfnetwork.com. And uh, as Freezer was saying with Patreon, if you'd like to support us in a more personal way, go to patreon.com slash ttf. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash ttf. Episode 127 is this week. 128 is next week. Well, it was just a boy. Away from home, and you were singing the song, you'll never walk alone.